we are in the season of Eastertide, those days between Easter Sunday and Pentecost, and we're just past the midway point. We've taken on the great 50-day challenge by asking ourselves, can we have 50 new volunteers and 50 new expressions of kindness? Will 50 stories of transformation emerge and help change someone else's life? <clears throat> Will we have 50 opportunities for Cornerstone Courage? And today, the title indicates 50 new members. That's a, a goal that we set for ourselves. 50 new members, 50 baptisms, some combination of that over the course of 50 days. It's quite lofty. Do you think it's too lofty for God? I don't. I look forward to sharing what God has been doing during these great 50 days on the day of Pentecost coming up in just a few weeks. Our, our readings each week are from the book, the book of Acts. It's the actions of the disciples. It's, it's uh, how we get our act in order, if you will, our act together. We're in the eighth chapter this week for an amazing story of two men who find their way along a very important road. Listen for the word of the Lord. Then an angel of the Lord said to Philip, he said, get up and go toward the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. It's a wilderness road. So Philip got up and went. And there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of Candace, who was queen of the Ethiopians. And he was in charge of the entire treasury. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning home, seated in his chariot, and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. The spirit said to Philip, go over to his chariot and join him. So Philip ran up to it, and hearing him reading from the prophet Isaiah, Philip asked, do you understand what you're reading? The Ethiopian eunuch said, how can I understand unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to get in and sit beside him. Now the passage of scripture that he was reading was this, like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb silent before his shearer, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life was taken from this earth. And so the eunuch asked Philip, about whom does the prophet say this? Is it about himself or someone else? So Philip began to speak, starting with this scripture, and he proclaimed to the Ethiopian eunuch the good news about Jesus. As they were going along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, look, here is some water. What is to prevent me from being baptized? And so he commanded the chariot to stop, and both of them, Philip and the eunuch, they went down to the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away, and the eunuch saw him no more, but went on his own way rejoicing. Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he was passing through that region, he proclaimed the good news to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We start Sunday school back next week for all ages, and I'm reminded of a story about a little boy who came late to his Sunday school class. His teacher knew him to be quite prompt, uh, quite punctual, and he said, is everything all right? Yes, yes, ma'am. Uh, well, sort of. I was going fishing with my dad, but my dad told me that I needed to get on up to the church, and the teacher was very impressed. And she asked the little boy if his father had explained to him why it was more important to go to church then to go fishing, yes, ma'am, he did. My daddy said he didn't have bait for both of us. <laughs> I want you to think about a word with me for the next few moments. The word is a big, 
institutional, churchy words. Sometimes it can be off-putting to people. The word is evangelism. And sometimes evangelism makes us think about the great crusades of Billy Graham, for example. Sometimes evangelism makes us think about door-to-door knocking. Anybody ever done evangelism that way or had evangelists come to your home? I'm reminded of a, another story. Uh, there were two uh, men who went to a house and they knocked on the door and the woman recognized them and said, I don't want any of that church stuff. I don't want any of that at all. So she slammed the door in their face and the door came back and it nearly hit her. And so she, she got kind of flustered and she slammed the door once again and it came back and it almost hit her. And she thought the the guys were putting their foot in the door, and, and she went to rear back and just slam it one more time as hard as she could, and they said, stop, stop, stop. You're going to want to remove your cat before you do that one more time, right? <laughs> Maybe there's a place for door-to-door evangelism. Two-by-two ministry is, is certainly valid, and we do get, need to get to know uh, our neighbors in a personal way. But evangelism, turn or burn theology, save as many people as you can, it, it can be challenging. It can be a lot of fun, too. It can cause us to ask about our calling. It can be scary. I just wonder if, with the Great Commission in mind and sending out the disciples into the world to change the world, if, if Jesus had in mind this phrase, do not fear, he said that more than anything else. He said, when I send you out, it's a good word for seniors today, when I send you out, do not be afraid. I will be with you wherever you go. That's the last part of the Great Commission. Go into Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the world, and lo, I'll be with you wherever you go. That's a word of assurance. In our story today, I want you to keep that word evangelism in mind, and if you want to write it down on your bulletin, feel free to do so, because there's five key letters in the very uh, middle of that word, A-N-G-E-L. The middle of the word evangelism is the word what? Angel. Yeah. In the Greek, euangelion, it, it simply means angel or messenger. You parents and grandparents, you're looking at your little angels over here, aren't you? Yeah. Or demons, which is it? I don't know which one it is. No. You're angels. There are angels. Not in a, a weird kind of sense, but in the sense that you're messengers. You're bearers of the good news. If we learn anything from, from Luke's painting that he's giving us today, he's the patron saint of the arts. He wrote the Gospel of Luke. He wrote Acts as well. He's, he's painting us a picture and one of the images with which I want you to sit today is the image of location. The road on which Philip and this Ethiopian find themselves converging to share in basically a Bible study. It's a deserted road. It's a road in Samaria. You see, the first two parts of, of the Great Commission go into all the world, into Jerusalem and Judea. Those two can be kind of easy. Jerusalem is your zip code, the people you know best, Right? Go proclaim the good news there. Your circles of friends, your spheres of influence, maybe a county or maybe the river region. But Samaria, that gets tricky. Jesus said, go into Samaria, go across the tracks. Go into the places where the culture is different, the language is different, where people don't like you because Jews and Samaritans, they just, they just didn't like each other. The angel of the Lord came to Philip and said, get up and go into a complicated situation. 
And where I'm going to send you is going to be a deserted road, a desert road. And it was. The Samaria road, down which all of us find ourselves walking in life from time to time, is a road that, that goes nowhere. It ends nowhere. It starts really nowhere. It's deserted. It's arid. It's, it's dry. It's worn. It's isolated. It's in the middle of, well, the desert. But there's something beautiful that happens in this text. When one of God's followers is obedient enough to get up and walk down a, a complicated road, and when someone else who is searching for answers is willing to say, I need help. How will I know how to figure out life if no one guides me, if no one helps me? And so somewhere between getting up and go and this call to obedience and somewhere between searching for life's answers as deserted and complicated as the roads might seem, 